great sale. You could save up to 40% off. And guess what? What? With any engagement ring purchase of $14.99 or more, you're going to get a free wedding band. You got to see a store for complete details. What if I already have my engagement ring? Hey, man, no better time for a diamond upgrade than right now. We always have free financing. Take up to 60 months to pay. Robert Irwin Jewelers or rijewelers.com. There are a number of ways to know when you need a new roof. Maybe the shingles are curled or cracked. Maybe a storm causes multiple leaks. Just the look of a worn roof can keep you from selling your home. This is Jeff Calkins, and I want to tell you about Bennett Roofing, a locally owned, licensed, and insured company that understands that your roof is a big investment. So from beginning to end, they'll let you know everything to expect and how your beautiful new roof is going to look when it's done. So contact the folks I'd contact by going to BennettRoofingMemphis.com or calling 359-9708. That's 359-9708. All right, I'm here with Macaulay Williams, who is the CEO of BR Distilling, where you can pick up River Set Rye Whiskey and Blue Note Bourbon. Macaulay, thanks for being here with me, man. I wanted to ask you a few questions about Riverset. It's made right here in Memphis. One thing I've noticed is that Riverset is really versatile. You know, you can drink it neat. You can drink it on the rocks. There's a ton of different cocktails. What's the Macaulay Williams recommendation for how to drink Riverset rye? Well, you nailed it. It's extremely versatile. So the best way to drink it is however you like it best. I personally like it neat or in my favorite cocktails, what we call the Memphis Mule, which is just river set rye, ginger beer, and a lime. Super easy and refreshing. Very delicious. Macaulay, where can people pick up a bottle of river set rye? You can pick up a bottle of river set and blue note bourbon at any of your local Memphis liquor stores and most bars and restaurants carry us too. That's awesome, Macaulay. Thank you for your time and thank you for river set rye and blue note bourbon. Thank you. Made for Memphian by Memphians. Go against the current, join the Rye Rebellion, and pick up a bottle of Riverset Rye Whiskey today. I absolutely love my dog, but the constant shedding, not so much. But then I got a Swiffer Sweeper pet kit, and it is amazing. These super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair. Just look at all that. And that was from just one swipe. And the best part? Sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum, easily getting around chairs and under the couch. You're right. Now I can focus on you, not your shedding. Swiffer Sweeper Pet Kit. Because shed happens. Dell supports America's entrepreneurs during Small Business Month with all you need to office anywhere. Save up to 45% on computers and servers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade to new modern devices with Windows 10. Plus save on top-brand tech while enjoying free shipping on everything. And special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-ASK-DELL to talk to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the tech that's just right. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash smallbusinessdeals. It's Jason and John on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Who that? Who that? Hey, who that? Who that? Man, this what you been waiting for. I mean, the game was all bad just a week ago. Rappers was listening, I ain't hating, no, because now I'm getting hot enough to fuck with one and stay at home. And she can't tell the difference. I've been through hell conditions, wishing for air conditioning, feeling God was never listening. Now I'm on television, and did I fail the mission? Your girl is tired of missionary, boy, you fell the mission. Speaking of positions, just witness how I elevated. Real, if you celebrated, finger poke, whoever hated. My life accelerated, but had to wait my turn, then I redecorated. That means my table's turned. Live life, might as well, only way to learn is try and fail clients. The only way to earn. So if you're selling, selling or if you're selling rap, make sure it's mean so the fiends keep on selling back. Who that? Who that? I got that flame. Who that? Who that? I got that flame. Who that? Who that? I got that flame. So don't. 
You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome to Thursday, and what a Thursday it should be this July uh, 30th. Uh, as the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational teeing off as we speak, uh, a group uh, at least scheduled to include Mackenzie Hughes, Tom Lewis, Sean Norris, kicking it off at 11, 11 a.m., top of the hour here. We got Phil Mickelson, lefty's going to tee off here, scheduled to at least. We're hoping the rain's going to hold off for a while. Uh, in about five, six minutes, so everybody will have their eyes on Lefty. He loves Memphis. That's all he pulled. He pulled over Mark Giannato and started the interview yesterday. If you saw that, that's how much Lefty loves Memphis. He loves being here. We love having him here. Here's the other thing. It's like Christmas Eve, isn't it, John Martin? Because the Memphis Grizzlies, it all gets started for real tonight with Lakers and Clips, Utah and the Pelicans. But the Memphis Grizzlies, we are right here on the precipice. Starting tomorrow, it feels like Christmas Eve, John. Are you over there crying? I saw you tweeting. You ready to shed a tear with the NBA restart? Well, I was, and then I started to feel bad when you went through uh, a group that is allegedly teeing off at, at TPC Southwind, and I, I, don't, I don't know any of those names. Are McKenzie those real Hughes, golfers? You Tom Lewis and Sean Norris. Never but heard I, of them. Oh, wow. Never heard of them. Neither have you. Well, it's the official I mean, they, they, star, John. I want to make sure we had it. You understand? Oh, this is the T. Okay, all right. Well, I guess this this is history. Etched in history, these names uh, forever. You know the names uh, in the second Norris, group. Yeah. Timmy Lewis and um, uh, Mackenzie. Tom uh, Lewis, fool. Come uh, on, man. So Have yes, a, show a little bit this more is, respect for the top fifty in the world. Uh, this is a, a great day, though, uh, to be sure. Not just because um, Chuck Norris is teeing off at TPC Southwind, but because NBA basketball is officially back. Uh, and these games count again, and uh, it has been <laughs> it has been quite the road to get here. March eleventh has been quite what? the road. Yeah, March eleventh is that when we stopped off? It, it was. Okay, it was. It was okay. I'll, I mean, the NBA. who will forget that night? Yeah. You know, yeah. that is that. that it feels night. like eons ago, John. It it does a lot. Of, our world now. has changed a lot since then, since March eleventh. Not just you know public health wise, but socially um and 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 i think we hope for the better and i think we hope for um you know the ways that are going to make positive changes uh moving forward you know but but it does feel like we are coming back to a very different nba no um that we left it you know in a, in a different world uh than we left it oh and it'll look March like 11th. it it'll look like it it'll look like a different world tonight John. absolutely um but but i'm happy to have it um and it is a little bit of it is a little bit emotional, I think, um, because my goodness, I, I just think everything that we have gone through as a as a country, as a society over the last, you know, four and a half months, um, you know, it, it's been uh, taxing in a lot of different ways, mentally, psychologically. I think, I mean, you, for a lot of us, I mean, it, it's just been some of the some of the toughest stretch uh, stretches that we've we've ever gone through, and, uh, and 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 it's not back to to where it was before. There's no question about that, but I do I do hope, Jason, that tonight and and seeing NBA basketball, meaningful NBA basketball, and and this regular season resuming, you, I, I hope that it, it it represents the first step back to that. Um, that it is that it is you know a a, a progressive step into 
you know, trying to reclaim a new world, right? I mean, it'll never be like it was before, no matter what happens, whether right. we get a vaccine or treatment or whatever. I mean, our, our lives are going to forever be different, but that doesn't mean they're going to be worse. You know, hopefully, hopefully we will come out of this thing better uh, and more prepared for the next time this happens. And, and also from a social perspective, um, you know, hopefully what the NBA is doing and, and some of the steps that they've taken, Black Lives Matter, uh, these guys been able to sort of, you know, promote their own personal message on the back of their jersey. You know, hopefully these are positive changes that we're making, and 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 that begins tonight. No, so yeah, I'm it, with you. It is a little emotional. No, it, it it absolutely is, and and it represents all that. And I think, look, we realize that priority number one right now is uh, trying to get a, cri- a grip again on this this virus. But I think we could all use certainly the the distraction that this will be now not just a distraction not just our sports like it normally would be to john's point i mean you're going to see it i think at the beginning of tonight with all four teams that are playing tonight looks like they're going to come together and kneel around the at at least this is what malika andrews is reporting Mm -hmm. from espn you know obviously going to do something together symbolically uh to show people that look we're, we're playing uh but what's first and foremost on our minds right now is the is is the Black Lives Matter movement and the fact that this this country is not where we need it to be right now and so for those there's that part of it John there's the sports but there's also yep. that and for all of that like 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 you just said it's not it, John and you shouldn't feel guilty and I you know me up none of us should about how up and down we are right now about how unsure of things we are right now about how we don't have all the answers to everything right now. You, you said me and, and others, and, but I think it's most of us right now, John. And if, if there's any time that we can actually all come together, stop fighting, because Lord knows we're doing enough of that right now, uh, uh, actually come together and, you know, and, and try to, uh, you know, like I said, deserve a distraction, uh, hopefully it starts tonight with the NBA. And like we said, there's been a lot put into this bubble so they can get to the end. It looks like it's working so far. And so hopefully, John, we won't just have it here in the meantime. Uh, we'll have it all the way through, what, October? Uh, that's the hope yep. is that they get they start tonight and get all the way to the end with this bubble. Just just the simple, just the simple thing, right? Just a very I, – because I, the thing about the you know, COVID and, and the way I was is that you didn't even realize what you took for granted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the small things that you did in life before this, you don't, you don't even realize the things you took for granted. Like just being able to log on to ESPN.com and click on a, on a you know, game cast. See the preview line. Of, the line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that? just those things. We haven't, had to, we haven't been able to do that for four, four and a half, five months, you know? And then not because of a, of a summer, but because, you know, the, the, the whole damn thing was called off because of a, of a virus crisis. So um, just to be able to do that and, and um, you know, and read a preview and all that, it, it's stuff that I will, I, I promise you, like whether it's getting together with friends, um, going to the movies, um, clicking on a damn preview of a game. I mean, these are all things that I will uh, try to never take for granted ever again. You can tell we're both um, excited about it, John, because you haven't set up the show yet. Yes, yeah, we do have to do that. We do have guests today. Um, I'm excited about the NFL, too. I'm excited about the, the yeah. NFL, the fact that they're going to come back and they're going to find a way to plow through, it sounds like. So we're going to talk to Ross Tucker uh, from Radio.com uh, Sports. He'll join us in the next segment. We'll talk to him uh, about the NFL and, and their plan and, you know, does he believe that, that they can pull it off and lots of opt-outs as well. Uh, so we'll get into all of that with Ross Tucker uh, at uh, 1125. Also, Patrick Mahomes, not number one. Uh, not number one in the NFL's top 100 rankings. He did not seem too happy about that, Jason. Lamar Jackson was number one. 
I, I, I gotta say, I think he's got a he's got a hell of a case to be upset about that. Does Patrick Mahomes? Uh, this man has got it all: Super Bowl title, MVP. Did you see the Ferrari eight twelve super fast? John uh, gets to sixty in less than four seconds. He's also now part owner of the Royals, and yet his peers in the end, he's got it all, and yet his peers in the NFL don't think he's got the mantle of the of the, of the number one player. I, I don't. I don't. You know, it's Lamar, it's Russell. Uh, I, I don't get it uh, at this point. And, and besides, he was number four last year. So nothing yeah. he did last year convinced yeah. you that he was worthy of a move up? I, I don't get it. No and, yeah, I saw the little notes emojis for Mahomes. So, yeah, uh, a, a guy that will, you know, you're going to give him a little bit of whatever it's yeah. going to be, a little bit of a chip Great. on his you shoulder going You pissed in. off the, the, right. the yeah, most talented move. quarterback in the NFL. Good move, uh, NFL Thanks. peers. Exactly. Like, what were you thinking? He's going to take it out on the Raiders, okay? I mean, the so, guy is magical. And then he goes out and wins it. So uh, what, were, yep. what are you looking at? Average 33 no, points agree. a game with him under center. What are you looking at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so we'll get it all of that with Ross Tucker at – 1125 1225 we're gonna be joined by old friend tim duncan who's the athletic director down there at new orleans he's doing some big time stuff and we'll also just get his thoughts on you know the college athletics landscape you know he is at a school um that you feel like is is you know one of those one of those places that you know might be kind of struggling right now mm-hmm. right with the uncertainty and, and and games that might not be played because of you know by games and everything like that so we'll get into all of that with tim duncan uh, at 12:25, and then at 1:25, Jeff Kyle Keens is going to join us, and we'll talk to him about the NBA restart, uh, the WGC. Maybe, uh, maybe Jeffrey Wright's uh, performance in trivia today it set the How'd that it go? set the the. It, it, he's well, usually a stud. He's been on a hot streak. What are you talking about? He's been on a hot streak. He's been on. He's been tearing he missed it up. every single one. He missed. Uh, his opponent only got one right, so it was a score of one to zero after twelve questions. Whoa. So uh, we may uh, we may ask Jeff Calkins about that performance at one twenty five. But that's the show today. Uh, looking forward to it, ladies and gentlemen. NBA basketball is back five thirty uh, on TNT. Tips off with the Jazz and the Pelicans. Uh, obviously, I, I think we expect Zion Williamson to play. He went through shoot-around this morning or is going through shoot-around as we speak. So you've got that uh, at 530. And then the second part of the doubleheader, an unbelievable matchup uh, in the Clippers and the Lakers. So it is starting back and it is starting back, um, you know, ferociously with some interesting games tonight. Um, you know, you were bringing up the, the, the Pelican side of this. I mean, this is one of the very few games they play against a team above 500, Jason. So you kind of need the Utah Jazz to take care of business tonight. No, oh, if you're rooting, yeah, against the Pelicans, and why wouldn't you be if you're if you're a Memphis fan? Uh, it's Utah, and then it's the Clippers on Saturday, and everything after that for them, including their Memphis game, let's face it, the Memphis one game under 500, is against teams below 500. And so that's why you look at the Pelicans with having what appears to be a, a, a healthy Zion Word is at least like John said he's he's participating at least in the shooting round, so it looks like he's been cl- he, he may be cleared to go. Uh, but you'll have a uh, an easy schedule after particularly after those first two. Uh, and again, I take Memphis out of there because you figure they're going to get all you can handle. That's essentially a playoff game uh, on Monday uh, that we'll all be watching, and I think we'll be televised on ESPN. But yeah, man, I mean the Pelicans have got an easy road, particularly after the first three. And so yes, you'd love to see Mike Conley, Donovan, those guys step up tonight. Uh, uh, against this New Orleans team and sort of help Memphis out. Because, again, if, if you look at, at some of the games that ESPN and others have sort of pegged as the big ones, well, right off the bat, we were talking to Windhorse yesterday. He's got all eyes t- uh, tonight on Memphis and Portland. It's essentially a yeah. playoff game, excuse me, tomorrow night. And then you got yeah. Memphis-New Orleans on Monday. And so to that point about New Orleans, I mean, you're playing these important ones right off the bat. 
uh, both for New Orleans, both for Memphis. And, yeah, man, uh, tonight's a big one, uh, particularly if you're a Memphis fan watching. You'd love for Utah to get the win. So tonight represents the return of NBA basketball. And, um, you know, just, just I mean, the, the games that matter. Uh, the scrimmages have been great, but, I mean, those might as well be TBT games to me. I mean, but they're 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 scrimmages. I mean, and, and yes, the You're guys not paying are, much attention to Kawhi shooting twenty five percent in scrimmage games like everybody else seems to want to do. No, I mean, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I can't really sit here and right. put much uh, put much stock into scrimmages. You know what I mean? Um, but but tonight, I can tell you, I'm going to be locked in. I'm going to be locked in. And there's a piece up at ESPN.com about what everybody else is going to be locked into as the NBA gets underway. And the first thing um, in this piece is John Morant. How about and, that? And the question is, is the world ready for John Morant? And, and I'll just read from this. Uh, unlike his childhood friend Zion Williamson, Morant has flown under the radar. He played his college ball at Murray State, not Duke. He plays his pro ball in Memphis, Tennessee, and away from the national spotlight. But anyone who gets the chance to see him play can instantly fall in love with his game. He has unbelievable athleticism, as he showed with the game-saving block of Kyrie Irving in his first week as a pro. He has a fiery competitive streak that's easy to like, and he plays with a pass-first style that, once Memphis adds more perimeter shooting around him, is going to lead to both a really fun offense and lots of assists. With a wider world that hasn't had a chance to see Moran as much as it should have tuning in, it will be a golden opportunity for him to show what he's capable of on this kind of stage. And I agree with all that. I will say I struggle a little bit with this idea that that people are still unaware of what Jai's doing. Like, are there people out there who really are not familiar with him yet? Yeah, Jason, those I folks can't... that think Zion Williamson should be Rookie of the Year. There's plenty of them out there, John. Are you kidding me? They, they they must be Amish and have no access to technology. You can look at it that that way, and, and you're 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 right. But but this is when I when I opened this up this morning, John, and read this, I was sort of like that 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 uh, what is that graphic you've sent me where the Grinch is like you know he start opens up that smile mm-hmm. that evil. When when I saw this and the fact that this is the world ready for John Morant question is number one in terms of what ESPN is looking most forward to. Th- John, this is ahead of how will LeBron finish year seventeen? Yep. Like yep. what? And this is the yep. point. This is the question we were asking Windhorse yesterday. It feels like there is an opportunity, even with with the buzz around Ja already. For him to level up even more. When Horse agreed, and it's because of this situation, this all eyes on the restart, uh, because of the situation that you've got this rookie that, yes, John, most of the nation seems to have gotten a whiff of him by now, and certainly ESPN has, but it ain't all of it, man. And you still know that Memphis is a small market team. There are still some, John, that are going to have to be convinced, and you figure will get convinced. John, if, they're gonna, if, if, if general NBA fans are going to be tuned into anything, It'll be particularly ESPN2, these first few games for the Grizzlies that are like playoff games. You're talking about, like, uh, just the fact that they led off this story with Ja leads me to believe, John, that they're going to be at the you know top of their, in terms of their attention, what they're going to be paying attention to, what games are going to be first in terms of the highlights. It's going to be the Grizzlies because, number one, of how important these games are, but number two, because of the superstar it looks like Ja Morant can become. He, he's, he's lifted his team up to a level we all clearly didn't expect. But with his efficiency levels, too, um, you, you get it all with Ja, right? You get the good basketball, the good decisions uh, far, you know, far earlier than we thought that this would all be coming, far more efficiently than we thought it would all be coming. So that's the point is it, it was awesome to see that, oh, man, ESPN's already on this. They're, you know, you figure that the rest of the world will have to get on board if they're not already because you saw. You saw against Miami. Ja's ready to go. 
and you you know yep. it, you you give him something, you give him that apple in front of him, and tell him, okay, this is who you got to go beat out. Dame, the 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 Pelicans, you know, go do it. Um, typically, most of the time, he's come through, and it has been fun to watch, and will continue to be. And you hope it feels like the rest of the world's going to be watching this time, John. Well, so it was I mean, awesome to, point, to see I'm, him at the beginning of this. I mean, it, any question it, in the world they could ask. Right. You know, I, I felt like the whole regular season was Jaws coming out party. I mean, yeah. of course, we were watching him here in Memphis up close and personal. And, and I don't know what other motivation people needed. I mean, and it isn't like the Grizzlies sucked. I mean, they were in the playoffs pretty much the entire way. I mean, they were relevant the entire way. But if 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 people aren't um, familiar already, this could very well be the bubble of Ja. I mean, it could be, you know, because if if, if people, you know, haven't seen him or watched a lot of him, um, I mean, the ratings for these games are going to be astronomical. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen that in NASCAR. We've seen that in Major League Baseball. We've seen that in every sport that has come back. The ratings for these games have been through the roof. And so I expect, you know, for everybody that's saying I'm not watching the NBA because of Hong Kong or whatever the hell they come up with, um, people will be watching this game, you know, and these games unlike ever before. And it could be – it could very well be the, you know, the, the, the summer of Ja in that sense because I do expect him to have – you know, a, a great outings. You know, I expect him to to keep. You know, let the Grizzlies and help the Grizzlies hold on to aid and and so yeah. I mean, I I definitely do think this could be. You know, if it hasn't happened already, you know, the coming out party of uh, of, of John Morant and and it won't be any surprise to anybody in Memphis. I mean, we've been seeing the guy play for you know sixty plus games. We know what he can do. But if there are people out there in, in America who haven't, then they'll this will be their introduction, no doubt about it. You know, you got you got these seeding games, like we said, and then and then what what you hope will be, you know, hopefully the Grizzlies can avoid a play-in series. It looks very likely though uh, that they'll probably be in one. That said, uh, these are the these are playoff games. The, these seeding games for the Grizzlies are playoff games. I know we've said it before, but it, it should be said again. The the fact that you have Ja and this young team, Brandon Clark, Jaron Jackson, getting this experience now, getting a Portland team that's going to look at them like they're the you know. Their, their, their biggest enemy in the world and going to have to, you know, withstand that effort from Portland, this is only going to help for the future. And so to, to go back to that point, John, if they do come up a little short, if they if unfortunately they can't hold off, got to do a play-in series, whether it's the Pelicans or whatever else, you will still get this level, this high level, and it will be, John, you know, as good or just as good as whatever you would have played against the Lakers. Here's the thing. It's different this year. You wouldn't be out in L.A. and get that real feel of what it would be like to be out in L.A., a real home court advantage. for It's, it's different. You won't have that. So, so, so from that standpoint, um, does it really matter? It, it, sure, I've, I've seen somebody predict that maybe the Grizzlies take two games. You know, maybe they, take, uh, maybe they force uh, uh, seven. But does anybody really think they're going to get through? My point is that I think these eight could be more important even than the series against like, don't get me wrong, I want to see Ja against LeBron. I think it could be huge for the Grizzlies and for Ja. But these eight are, are the, really the most important thing. And if you just get these in the playing series, you're still good. You're still ahead of the right. curve. So there's really nothing to lose here is the point I'm trying to make. It's a free yep. swing. Uh, sure, we'd all love you to be love the Grizzlies to be in it. Just 16 teams. You're already starting playoffs, but it's essentially a free swing with not really any pressure. Yes, people will be disappointed if they don't make it because you felt so close for so long. Um, but all of this is going to be beneficial for a team that's way ahead of the curve uh, and probably a couple of years ahead of where it should be. Right, and the best part is that you can catch all these games right here on 99 FM ESPN. Yeah, man. To have that right. Brad Nine, yes. Right here. You got it all right. 
FM ESPN. Tonight's right, game we'll too, back. by the way. We have the uh, the game tonight. There you go. Tonight's game yep. as well. So NBA basketball is back in full force on 99 FM ESPN. Uh, when we come back, Ross Tucker's going to join us. We'll talk NFL with him. Uh, Patrick Mahomes not moving up a spot. The plan for the season, his thoughts on it happening, and more. Jason and John, 99 FM ESPN. It's game on. Game Grizzlies. Grizzlies fans. Grant closed by Harris. Oh! Look out below! John Moran just ripped the rim down right on top of Joe Harris. Are you kidding me, young fella? Get off the deck! My goodness, what a move by John Moran right there. Live on 92.9 FM ESPN and on Radio.com. At Robert Irwin Jewelers, we've got a new way to buy an engagement ring. Go to rijewelers.com forward slash try on at home. Get up to five rings for seven days free of charge. For complete details, go online to rijewelers.com. You're going to love this. The Grizz are back in action. Catch the games at Elbow, where you will find the best handmade burgers from locally sourced beef, turkey, and black bean patties and right now they have grizz fever special burger and draft combos like the grizz double meat double cheese double bacon it's a real triple double plus the three pint play that's three cold pints for ten dollars and the always great burger of the day so catch the grizz in action at elbow the grizzlies food and fun at elbow 2021 madison just west of overton square it's mattress firm's summer save and sleep event Save up to $300 on our top-rated brands like Beautyrest, Serta, Sealy, and more. Plus, get a free adjustable base with select mattress purchase of $6.99. Or get up to 50% off select mattresses from our best-selling brands. Don't wait. Shop in-store, online at mattressfirm.com, or by phone for these amazing deals. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. For muscle pain, body aches, to strains blue emu maximum arthritis it works fast and you won't stink its unique formula with emu oil penetrates deep to relieve arthritis pain sore muscles joints and more need a job the wing guru is expanding and these great employees join the fastest growing franchise in the mid-south for scholarship assistance and to apply visit the hi this is wes mcclooney owner of the new balance memphis store it's back to school, and I have an announcement for your children's feet this tax-free weekend. Okay, feet, this school year you need to help our children stand strong. You need to support them as they transition to a new type of environment, whether they're learning at school or learning online. They need new shoes to help give them the energy and endurance to learn, run, and play under unusual circumstances. They need new balance shoes. They're designed specifically for younger feet with cutting-edge technology, and they come in some pretty cool colors, too. Come to the New Balance Memphis store to get the exact fit you need. And because it's tax-free weekend this Friday through Sunday, you can save money and help local business. New Balance Memphis, located in the Cordova Town Center on Germantown Parkway behind the Outback Steakhouse. New Balance Memphis. Your feet will thank you. Now, back to the Jason and John Show. Jason Smith and John Martin on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. All 
we're back. Jason and John, Eddie Turner FM, ESPN. And as promised, he is Radio.com Sports Insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls brought to you by Pennzoil. Motor oils made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. He joins us now. Ross, how you doing, man? Appreciate the time. You know what? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate you guys asking. That song, man, that takes me back to, like, I feel like the 80s. Yeah. When's that song from, like, late 80s, uh, hanging out by the pool, like eight All years day. old, nine years old? I, I love I love old school songs like that. That is what Never we go do wrong with show. Phil Collins. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're, we're feeling good, too, uh, Ross, because it feels like uh, slowly but surely it's, it's been a slow drip, but sports are, are coming back, you know, and, and tonight, obviously, the, the NBA is officially back. Regular season games are happening again. Uh, but the momentum in the NFL has been, you know, pretty pretty uh, pretty weighted toward returning, and, and the NFLPA and the NFL got their stuff together a lot quicker than baseball did. They agreed on the financials. They agreed on the health protocols and, and training camps are starting on time. Um, just where are you, you know, generally on your outlook of the NFL and its ability to pull off a regular season right now? Probably more optimistic than a lot of the other people, I guess, that seem to be out there. It feels like after the, the Florida Marlins had that outbreak that everybody was just kind of like, oh, man, their baseball's done. NFL doesn't have a bubble. They're done. And, look, we'll see. I don't think anybody really knows, right? But, I mean, they're getting tested every day for the first couple weeks. So I, I don't see how there could possibly be an outbreak if you're getting tested every day for the first couple weeks. And then once the season starts, I, I think during training camp they'll actually be fine because they're at the facility and they're working so much. I think the most interesting thing will be right around when the season starts and a lot of these guys, their kids are back in school, then I wonder if a guy contracts the virus and then somehow spreads it to the team before he gets a positive test back. It's really going to come down a lot to what these guys do off the field. I feel like from what I've read and seen, I mean, the stuff they're doing in the facilities, I just don't see guys getting it or spreading it when they're actually in the facilities. If it happens, I feel like it'll happen at home. Right. I mean, in, in, like in the case of the Miami Marlins, which uh, I think they're up to 19 total positive tests, the the reports are that they went out. They went out, uh, you know, to the to the bar, to the club. And, and in the end, I mean, it's going to come down to those decisions, you know, that uh, that determine whether or not, you know, the sports can happen. I do think you brought up a good point, though, Ross. I saw you on Twitter. Kyle Brandt had a controversial tweet where he said, you know, there are people in, in, in football who, you know, media, for example, who are rooting you know, against football and rooting for the virus. And I, I don't subscribe to that. I actually think it's more exactly what you said. I, th I think the way that you sort of approach life in 2020 is not necessarily about whether you're rooting for or against. It's just, how, it's just your general disposition. Are you an optimistic person or are you a pessimistic person? I think that's really what it boils down to is if you're an optimistic person, you're going to look for the good. And if you're not, you're going to look for the bad. I mean, I, I agree with you completely on that. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think anybody's rooting for the virus, right? What I do think, I think there are people in life that skew to the negative, skew to the pessimistic, and uh, that's just how they are. I also think there's something there where there's some people that weirdly want to see the NFL humbled. They want to see the NFL come down. Uh, they they want to, I think they want to say that they were right. 
You know, I think they want to say, mm-hmm. I told you there's no way they could have an NFL season. See, I told you. What I don't understand about that is, like, what what do you get for that? Like, what do you win for that? I, 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 don't, I don't get it. You know, there's a lot more publicity and attention about the Marlins outbreak than all of the positive testing numbers in the NBA and the NHL and MLS. And maybe that's just society at large that – we focus on the negative and, you know, bad news is what sells or whatever people think. I, I guess I just, I think it's a really crappy way to live your life. I, I almost feel bad for those people. I, you know, I, 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 I don't know if it's going to work. Nobody knows if it's going to work. I know that they put a lot of time into it and I'm hopeful and we'll see. I mean, we'll just have to see how it plays out, but I don't, I don't really understand the people that it just seems like they, they revel in the negative news like when there's negative news to report they are like see told you so it's just i don't i don't get it Uh, that 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 told you so crowd too seems to want to get bigger and bigger and louder and louder i'm with you i'm not i'm not sure what you get out of that are are you surprised ross or or not surprised at all by the number of players opting out saw where uh casey running back damian williams who was awesome in the super bowl uh among the latest to opt out uh, the Patriots with six, I think, at last count, including Hightower and, and Chung. Are you surprised by the number? Do you think it grows? Uh, what do you think about all the players opting out? Yeah, so it's definitely more than I thought it would be, for sure. And I think a couple things. I mean, right now, there's still no deadline to opt out because they haven't signed the final language on the CBA, which is unacceptable, by the way, that – these guys are making decisions whether to opt out or not. They don't really know what that means for sure. So the number could go a lot higher. Although if you're going to opt out, are you really like flying to your NFL city and taking a COVID test just to say, yeah, you know, I'm going to opt out and flying out of there. I mean, if you're concerned about getting the virus, it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me to fly to your NFL city. So I, I guess I don't think there will be that many more that opt out, but I guess we'll see. It still has been more than I thought there would be. You know, I, I, I looked at it like there wouldn't be very many because, number one, unlike the NBA, guys don't have to go to a bubble, right? So you don't have to miss the birth of your child. You don't have to be away from your family. Like, you can see them every night. So I didn't think that would be a reason for guys to opt out, although it seems like because that's the case, some guys have opted out. Although really, they could—I mean—they could live somewhere else or whatever. But um, you know, for me, I look at it. So I played seven years. I was ages 22 to 28 when I played, and I would absolutely be concerned about coronavirus. I would absolutely not want to get it. You know, they don't really know all the implications. But for me, you know, you're talking to a guy that had a back surgery in Buffalo at multiple levels, L4, L5, L5S1, discectomy, laminotomy, foraminotomy. My career ended with a herniated disc in my neck then, C5, C6 that bruised my spinal cord. Um, You know, everything that's come out with CTE since I retired in 2008. I I just feel like those things would be higher on my list of concerns and risk that I'm worried about than COVID would be for a guy age 22 to 28. The other thing is, you know, my seven years, guys, I made the minimum all but two years. And so, you know, every year I knew it could be my last year. And every year I knew that that money was going to go a long way 
towards giving my family a, a great financial head start in life. You know, even if you're making the minimum, by the time you get the 401k and the annuity and the severance and the pension, I mean, you're talking about like nice. close to a million bucks. So to me, like coronavirus would have been on my list of risks, but to be honest with you, it wouldn't be in the top three. And the financial risk of missing out on a season, which could be my last season. I looked at every year like it could be my last year. That that would have been too much for me. I, I would have played. Yeah. I, 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 you know, with the Chiefs, it feels like they're going to be fine. I mean, they took uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, from LSU with a, with a first-round pick. And so without Damien, you figure they can just plug that in. That's sort of what they do anyway. And Lord knows uh, Edwards-Hilaire is a, a talent. But what, what about the Patriots, though, Ross? Do you think that six – you know, Hightower's a guy that played everywhere. Does that concern you? Do those six in particular, does it change their fortunes this year? Does Belichick just find young guys to plug in and they're fine? What do you think about that situation? No, I mean, I mentioned this yesterday on the Even Money podcast. It's a sports betting podcast I have. I like. I mean, I already liked the under for the Patriots, mm. uh, nine and a half. It's down to nine now, but I, I like the under even more now. You know, Marcus Cannon's a different deal because he's a, a cancer survivor, but they don't really have another tackle to replace him. And then for guys like Brandon Bolden and Chung and Hightower, you know, I was thinking about it's interesting, guys. Their whole career, when they've gone to training camp, it's been all right, it's time to go win the Super Bowl. We're going to go win the Super Bowl this year. And I don't care what those guys say. Deep down, they know they're not winning the Super Bowl this year. I mean, they know it's very much up in the air. Yeah. But it's got to be tough. I mean, you're, you're 30. You made a bunch of dough. You've won three Super Bowls. Now you've got some concern about a virus. And, oh, by the way, you're not winning it this year. You're, real, you know, you're really just playing for the money and for pride or whatever. You're not, you're, you're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. I, 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 I don't think it's a coincidence that six Patriots have opted out. Yeah, uh, we are, of course, talking to Ross, TuckerRadio.com, Sports, NFL, Insider, Insider Cross, always brought to you by Pennzoil. The proof is in the Pennzoil. We also saw yesterday uh, in college football, Ross, uh, Virginia Tech CB, who is considered by some to be the best uh, defensive back in uh, in college football, uh, Caleb Farley. He opted out, and he is going to prepare for the NFL draft. Um, is that a special case because – as the number one CB, you know, in, in college football, there was really nothing he had left to prove. Or do you think, you know, there are going to be more like him in college football? I think there will be more like him in college football. I think they're probably waiting to see whether or not there's even a season. I think some of these guys look at it like, why announce that and have – you know, maybe NFL teams question your commitment to your university or, or get negative feedback if two weeks from now they cancel the college football season anyway. So, but I, I think there are more guys that are thinking about it and they're waiting to see if the season happens or if it's canceled. You know, it's been trending in this direction. Christian McCaffrey skipped the bowl game. You know, Nick Bosa essentially skipped the second half of his, his last year at Ohio State after he had that injury. He could have come back from that. He chose not to. This is kind of the next step, and it feels like NFL players opting out combined with, you know, being able to say I'm concerned about COVID allows guys to do what Caleb Farley did without really getting a lot of flack for it 
when really they probably didn't even want to take the injury risk this season anyway. You know, they probably were already concerned about playing football this year and the impact that might have on their draft status. And I'd ask you, in his instance, with with his mom dying of breast cancer, though, and 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 I, I just want would an NFL team question his commitment level when you use when you've got mom as sort of the you know one of the concerns and and what she went through? Would they would they still do it though, Ross? It is a business. Would they question his commitment level? Um. So first of all, I didn't know that. Uh, but second of all, uh, I think some people would make comments some like still that. Would. But guess what? Ultimately, does it really matter? I mean, Nick Bosa was the number two overall pick. Christian McCaffrey was the eighth pick. I mean, you'll always hear some anonymous scouts or anonymous executives or some people that'll say, man, I, I just, he let that team down or he did this. But then when it comes yeah. to actually pick, they don't hold it against them. Right. You know, right. that stuff they say, but they know it's a business. Look, and they know, even forget the mom part of it. They know he probably just doesn't want to risk getting hurt this year or getting sick and the impact they could have. And guess what? They can say whatever they want, but they know deep down if it was their son, they'd probably have him do the same thing. Um, last night there was some controversy on uh, on NFL Twitter uh, as the uh, as the NFL's top 100 is rolling out. These are voted on. These ratings are voted on by the players, and of course it's it's just one of those things, right? It's just something to sort of uh, keep you busy during the off season. But uh, Lamar Jackson was voted number one. Patrick Mahomes was voted number four, which is the same ranking he had in 2019. Um, does this make any sense to you, Ross, that, that players believe Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes, given everything Patrick accomplished last season? Well, the, the first thing I would mention is that list is garbage. It's garbage every year. You know, I, I feel like if I want to get ahead – in life, in the media, or my podcast business, or at Ross Tucker NFL social media. And we've gotten to the point now where there's a couple different things you can do. You can come up with a totally bogus list and get a lot of attention that way. Or you can just say things on TV or the radio that you don't really mean and get people going, get people's blood boiling. You know, I mean, I could go down on Memphis radio and just say Alabama's overrated. They always have been. And then, you know, for the next 12 hours, Alabama Twitter, who is this guy? You know, just, I mean, there's things you can do to get your name out there and you get attention for things. And it's highly disappointing. I'll put it in the category of how we started this interview, which is, you know, the people that skew negative. I'd almost rather you skew negative than just make things up you don't even believe. As for the list, that's not what they're doing, but the methodology is flawed. I think that they asked a lot of those guys, you know, to, to do those rankings at the end of the season. And if you remember at the end of the season, there was only two people in the conversation for the MVP. It was Russell Wilson and it was Lamar Jackson. You know, Mahomes got hurt missed several games, et cetera. So at the time, you know, when you get this, this piece of paper to fill out and they tell you to write your 15 best players, you know, and you're thinking, oh, man, Lamar Jackson is easily the MVP. You put him first on the list. Like, I get it. I mean, it doesn't bother me. There's not a team in the NFL that would take Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes. I don't care what they say. But I understand that that's why he's ranked ahead of them on this meaningless list. Um, on Mahomes, he signed, obviously, a historic contract, uh, 10 years, half a billion dollars. 
by the time and, and and obviously that does set the market but by the time that this contract is close to being fulfilled will we look at this as oh my god what a deal for the chiefs probably but if we do that will mean that they never cut him which will mean that he got 477 million dollars over 12 years and he'll have gotten 45 million a year when the other highest guy at his position is currently 35 million a year. Now, by the time we get there, mm-hmm. you know, guys will leapfrog him in that regard, but he's getting it now. He's getting it now when the virus is going to make the cap only 175 million next year. So I don't have any problem with it. He, it allows the team to be able to plan around what his salary cap number is. If you really look at it, they got to guarantee his money like two years out each year or else they got to give him a big buyout. I mean, it's it's a pretty good deal. It's like, you know, in 2022, they got to guarantee his 2024 salary or else they got to cut him and give him like an $80 million buyout. Like you really dive into that. I, I thought he actually did fine. How's the AFC South look to you, Ross? If 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 you were handicapping it right now, is that is that the Titans division to take now with with Hopkins gone? Uh, do you still believe in Deshaun Watson even without DeAndre Hopkins? Are, are are you looking at the Colts with Rivers and saying they look like maybe a division winner? What do you think about the South? Yeah, so I mean, the only team in my mind that's clearly out of it is the Jaguars. Those other three, I mean, you could put them in a hat and pop them out. I guess I'm intrigued by the idea of Phillip Rivers in Indianapolis. You know, they added DeForest Buckner as well, and I love their offensive line. Might be my number one ranked offensive line. So, I kind of like the Colts. Um, And part of that, too, is just one of those deals where it's hard to stay on top. It's hard to do what the Titans did last year. It's hard to do what the Texans did last year. They both won playoff games. Hard to do that again the next year. So I kind of like the Colts because last year was a down year. Just seems like that's the way it works, right? Where the team that has a down year bounces back the next year, and the teams that, you know, were flying high maybe take a step back. So you like you you think Rivers has got plenty more in that tank? Yeah, I think he'll do well. I think Frank Reich knows how to use him. Mm-hmm. I think this will be the best offensive line he's had maybe ever, but certainly in a sure. long time. I think they'll run it well. I think playing indoors will help. I just think there's a lot in his favor. Yeah, that could be a sneaky good team. Yep. Hey, Ross, man, this was great stuff Thank as always. This, we appreciate the time, man. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Yep. He is Radio.com Sports Insider Ross Tucker. Insider Calls brought to you by Pennzoil Motor Oils made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Yeah, you know, uh, lists are lists, and so you, you don't want to get too carried away with them, Jason. I, I, I do understand that. Um, but, they, I mean, they, they, they are – this is player voted, you know. I mean, this is the perception of players across – now, we don't know which players, but but this is the perception of players across the NFL. So, I mean, that, that, that to me, it'd be one thing if it was just, you know, Pete, uh, Pete Prisco and – and uh, you know Jason Lockenfora or whoever, just you know, but but I mean these are his peers, which mm-hmm. I gotta say, like it, it shocks me a little bit. Um, it's Lamar Jackson, it's Russell Wilson, it's Aaron Donald also before Patrick Mahomes, and you got Michael Thomas fifth. But but um, I, I, I'm with you. I, I know the 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 games last year. I guess you could look at that, look at the regular season 
that the MVP season that that Lamar Jackson had and say, okay, I'm just going to roll with that. But I don't. A, a guy coming off a Super Bowl and the, to win it the way he did to get the MVP. I, I just don't know what else you're looking for in terms of the best player in the league. Uh, you know, I'm sure these votes came in before the contract, but clearly the contract shows you too what the rest of the league thinks about. Well, it's obviously what the Chiefs do, but the rest of the league, he's setting the market. You set the market when you're the best yep. thing going right now, and I think clearly Patrick Mahomes is. He's magic out there. Lamar Jackson's still trying to figure out. John, love him to death. He he, he brings. He's. It's unlike anything we've seen before. Um, but he but he hasn't won a playoff game yet. Uh, so how can you be number one at that point, considering that when the guy that's four uh, just went out and got Super Bowl MVP? So I, to that point, you've just given uh, you've just given Patrick a little bit of motivation, and I don't know that that's a good thing for the rest of the league. Yep. All right, uh, we will come back. Lots more to come here on the show. Tim Duncan is going to join us at uh, twelve twenty-five. New Orleans Athletic Director. We'll be back. Jason and John, ninety-two FM, ESPN. I had cancer for the fourth time. I have bipolar disorder. I was hit by a car. I have a rare disease. I have Down syndrome. Children's health care in the United States is severely underfunded. We can't wait while the debate over a funding solution continues. Kids can't wait. Give to the Children's Miracle Network Hospital's COVID-19 Impact Fund. Text CHILD to 51555. CHILD to 51555. Stay informed on the latest news, political and election coverage, and business and financial updates with Radio.com. On your phone, smart speakers, and more. Radio.com gives you live local news, keeping you updated on the latest guidelines and reopening plans in your community. Stay up to date on what's going on around the country and the latest financial news from national news leaders like CNN, Fox News, Bloomberg, and more. Listen to the most trusted local and national news on Radio.com and the Radio.com app. I'm Listening Daily, here to help end the stigma of talking about mental health. During these challenging times, we are here to listen and to help our communities listen to each other. Here's licensed therapist Dr. Terry Lindsay on anxiety in children. In this high anxiety time, school provided structure and predictability and routine and all of those kinds of things. And I think that if parents can replicate that in some way, that kind of structure, and the family can get on the same page with regards to scheduling and expectations, things like that. And when I say scheduling, I mean scheduling in mental fitness and physical fitness and social time and free time uh, where they, you know, are undistracted in that place. I think that structure is going to be really important for the kids and kind of important for the parents' sanity, too. Let's end the stigma of talking about mental health. Find out more at imlistening.org. Morning. How'd you get in my house, B? Through the air conditioning vent. It's dark in there. Go away. How about some Honey Nut Cheerios? Cheerios. Do I look like a child to you? Honey Nut Cheerios are tasty and can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. Mm. Did you just mmm? No. I'm pretty sure I heard a mmm. It was my dryer. You might want to get that thing checked out. Have a change of heart. Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about Honey Nut Cheerios by picking up a box at your local store. The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Ask for it at Jiffy Lube. 
hurt, dial pound 529 on your cell. Pound law, that's all. Howie, it's summertime. And you know what that means, Danny. The summer of a thousand engagement sale at Robert Irwin Jewelers. That's right. This is the perfect time to buy an engagement ring or wedding bands. Great sale. You could save up to 40% off. And guess what? What? With any engagement ring purchase of $14.99 or more, you're going to get a free wedding band. You got to see a store for complete details. What if I already have my engagement ring? Hey, man, no better time for a diamond upgrade than right now. We always have free financing. Take up to 60 months to pay. Robert Irwin Jewelers or rijewelers.com. Now, back to the Jason and John Show. Jason Smith and John Martin on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis' sports station. 2,000 surrounding us. Travel 2,000 kilometers to hang out with us. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? Hey, getting no they doubted us. Makes it that more marvelous. Sign them up because I'm in this vibe and I guess anonymous. What's up, danger? Hey, don't be a stranger. Because I like hot chances that I might. What's up, Live Love Memphis Group at Remax Experts? That's what you should be asking if you're looking to buy or sell a home because they are the best in the city. They want to help you sell your home and uh, and, and find that new one, find that dream one. Um, you may be thinking that uh, this is a bad time. This is not a good time to be buying a home, selling a home, whatever the case may be, but you're wrong because you can get top dollar if you sell your home right now. The inventory is low. The Live Love Memphis team is going to help you do that. All you have to do to get involved, email them. Info at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Yeah, it's probably a lot better time, quite frankly, in terms of how low the inventory is than it was for me uh, a little bit more than a year and a half ago when Live Love helped me sell my home. Now, that was a job I thought was going to be tough take them weeks and weeks to do. They got it done in six days. Uh, they've been faster. Um, they've gotten it done in one day for folks in better shape than I was. The point was it was successful. It was simple. Uh, and i tell you what, that crew they've got, you're going to love working with her. Jennifer Carstensen and her team, they're fantastic. They're going to take care of you. Give her a call, 901-685-6000. Again, 901-685-6000. Ask for Jennifer Carstensen or anyone on that hard-working Live Love team, and you'll be on your way to getting that home sold. And if you'd like, Bobby Marbury and that crew, uh, they'll help you find your new dream home as well. Again, it's the Live Love Memphis group. They're livelovememphis.com. Uh, interesting news in the NCAA, according to Sham Sharania. Uh, the NCAA is going to allow student athletes in all sports to wear social justice statements on their uniforms, including replacing last name with words to celebrate or memorialize people, events, or other causes. So it even feels like they're letting the uh, student athletes in the NCAA go a step further than the NBA, Jason, because the NBA said we didn't want to, you know, single out sort of one person because uh, we didn't want to feel like, you know, make it feel like we were leaving anybody out. So it sounds like the NCAA is even going a step further than the NBA. I'm I'm a little surprised. This seems a little forward thinking for the NCAA, but I'm glad they're doing it. I I do wonder if there'll be some pushback if schools decide, even with the ability to allow this, if some decide, you know what, uh, we're going to be uniform and either not not wear them at all or not give our student-athletes this choice. Because, again, I mean, the NCAA can allow this, but you're putting the responsibility on the – the actual coaches, the athletic directors, all that stuff to monitor this, I suppose. I mean, I don't, I, I, is there some big clearinghouse you throw these all to the NCAA? I can't imagine there is. And so I, I just wonder if a school decides not to, right, hey, no, we don't want to be involved in this. What kind of bad PR, what, maybe it's whatever kind of PR could come if, if they decide individually, hey, we're not going to be a part of it. I can't imagine you would now because of that. Right, and because of the times we're going through, I mean, you'd be, you know, it, it quickly uh, people would descend on you and say, well, wait a minute, how, why are you not giving these student-athletes 
this choice, right? When the NCAA has set it up, it's okay. But I, I, I do wonder if there would be some of that individually if some schools would say, you know what, um, we'd rather be uniform and have every, you know, because college basketball, ju- yeah. just from that tendency alone, is, hey, let's do everything uniform, everybody's equal. A lot of cases, you don't even have the names on the back of the jersey. So I just wonder, I, I think it's great. Give them a chance to express themselves. Like we said, it's young people in this country uh, that, are, that, that are on fire for change right now. And that's why a, a great many of us think this is, we're, we're going to get real change uh, this time is because you've got so many young folks on fire for it. And so, uh, again, I think it's a great thing that these student athletes get a chance to express themselves. I wonder if everyone is going to be with, with the script, with the plan, John. Yeah, the American announced today that all of their coaches are, are basically with the program um, over on their Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had uh, a statement that they put out uh, that the American men's basketball coaches stand together against racism and are united in the movement for racial equality and social justice. And obviously Penny Hardaway's name is on that list. Every coach from – I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine saying, you know what, no, I don't stand so that's what I'm saying. When, 20, when you, <laughs> like when no you got everybody <laughs> with it and, and you're just looking at that group, uh, it feels like you'd have most. Uh, being the one that says no is going to draw a lot of attention, probably going to be negative in terms of what you draw. So, they're, they're, you know, John, we may see a ton of them. And I, and, and I just wonder, you know, the range of things. Again, you're talking about – you know, you're talking about a great number of, of young student athletes. The range of things we could see, it's it, it's good, and and you you know it's all going to be uh, 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 properly done and respectful because uh, these these ads and coaches are going to have to approve it. So I'm all, I'm all for it. I, I think it's a great thing, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what some of them come up with. It reminds me a little bit of <laughs> of the time, and you remember this a lot better than I did because you were you were covering it. But wasn't there a a year where uh, Josh took the names the last off the names back. off the back mm-hmm. I, I was trying to remember as we were just talking about this because that's it occurred to me too was that for an entire season though or did it, that just go for a span I can't remember off the top of my head I don't think it went for the yeah. whole season right but that's what I'm saying it, it, I actually it was feel a, like he did it was he a tactic put him back and it was a tactic for a while yeah it was a tactic for a minute put him back on took him back off and he was trying to figure things in and it was just a tactic rather than a hey we're making this change for one whole season I, I, I recall it that way couldn't tell you which Here's year it was. Here's the story. Uh, it's from 2014-15. University of Memphis coach Josh Pastner has confirmed. This was uh, one of the local website rags. Uh, Pastner's unsure of what will be on them at this point, but the NCAA rule says a jersey may contain only a player's name. So for this year, 14-15, the players will go without names, according to uh, the sources here. Uh, you may recall back in 2012, Pastner took the names off the back of the jerseys after a home loss to UTEP in hopes of reminding the Tigers in 2012. A tactic he employed yeah, multiple times. That they play for the name on the front of the uniform rather than the name that's on the back. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that was just a, that was a, that that was a that generic was a horrible, little, little, yeah. It's a horrible thing. I mean, because honestly, if I'm a player, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm not going to Memphis. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the coach won't even let me wear my damn name on the back of my jersey. Like, I'm 100% not going to Memphis. And, and I, I think it did hurt Josh in the end. I mean, his recruiting kind of fell off there. He got the clowned end. for not, it, didn't he? I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's because he, you know, took the name, but it was all part of the whole thing, you know. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it, people probably viewed that as a little bit of a joke. Like, really, this is how you have to get through your team by taking the names off the back of their jersey? Um, and and uh, yeah, He made four yeah, straight right, tournaments, Jason. John. He made four straight tournaments <laughs> with taking names off. Okay? That was the Didn't trigger. get past the first weekend, but made four straight. <laughs> how much would you enjoy four straight tournaments right now if you're That's a fan a good of that point. program? Yeah. Uh, well, but sure. no, Josh was the first time head shot. coach trying to figure it out and trying shot. to figure out how to relate to his players. This is not new news. So, um, 
Yeah, it was. Well, it, you think it, I mean, it in, didn't work? That didn't work. No, back in the well, it, he had done it before the UTEP thing. Like it was like, oh, and now you're going to try an old trick, but you're but you're playing for the name on the front of your jersey. It felt like grasping a little bit, but again, uh, again, you know, like we sit up here ish. and act like he was the worst coach in Memphis history when that is was simply not the case. Uh, no, he was not the worst coach. Especially in considering history. perspective and, and hindsight. I'm just saying that 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 move is corny as but hell. But he was he That's was. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh no no no. I, I'm with you. What this reminds me more of is last year in the NFL when you would ask an NFL coach, "Hey, what if one of your players takes a knee?" Right? An NFL coach could come could come out and say, "Hey, well, we're just not gonna we're not gonna do that." And it was accepted at that point because at that point you didn't have corporations that had come forward and say there if they were on board with all this. So it was that they could say, "I don't know, John." To your point about all these AAC coaches saying, "Yeah, we're on board," that you'd have that you can do that now in 2020 and say, "Hey, no, I I, I don't know if I, if I'm not gonna allow my players to express themselves because I want to be uniform." I don't know that it still stands up. Like you know, like, like maybe it did in the past. Obviously, with when they were doing the NFL coaches, the kneeling for the the anthem, it reminds me a lot like that. Who, to your point, is going to you know stand and be the one that says, "No, my players, are, I'm not going to give them I that chance."